This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? future. future. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Think Future Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kalavukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep, deep, deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California, the innovation capital of the world. We're talking innovation, startups, the future, not necessarily those, not necessarily in that order. Show number 88, that's right, folks, this is a palindromic show number. And you're probably wondering, where the heck have you been? Took a bit of a break there over the holidays. Decided to reset, reboot, refurbish a little bit. Hope you guys like the new intro music. A song I used to use a long time ago when I had another podcast. When I had a political podcast. That's right, folks. I had a political podcast. I know, you can't believe it too, right? Can't believe it. I think I did something like 900 episodes of that thing before it got lost in space. So it's the first show of 2016. A lot of people looking back at that last year and going, oh, damn, didn't do what I really wanted to do that year, so let me do it this year. A lot of people still maintaining their New Year's resolutions. That's right, folks. The gym is still full. I don't know about your gyms, but our gym is still full. And uh, no one has given up yet, at least on working out. I've been making a lot of observations over the last little while. Interesting observations about humanity and what we're becoming, or what we have become. And as a libertarian, you know, I'm a libertarian, I've told you many times before that I'm a libertarian, I believe in the individual. I believe that individuals are powerful. I believe that individuals have choices. I believe that individuals are really like the prime core unit of humanity. Everybody is a person. Everybody's an individual. Everybody should make their own decisions for themselves. Right? I mean, if you think about it, that's what the precepts upon which America was founded. All men are created equal. Eventually women were lumped in there. Eventually uh, different races were lumped in there. But all men are created equal. And all men and women are individuals that can make decisions for themselves. They make their own decisions. Now that was what libertarianism is founded on, is that individuals, people are individuals, and individuals can make their own decisions, and individuals, these individuals are adult enough, and smart enough, and they know enough to know what they're doing. This is why we have drinking ages, this is why we have 
driving ages. This is why we have ages to join the military. This is why we have ages to marry. Because we figure by the time that somebody gets to this age, they should be an independent, intelligent individual who can make decisions for themselves. Right? And then I see what's going on in the political space where people are becoming more and more collective. They enjoy collective. Being collective. Sorry, back. I've been binge-watching Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, you remember Star Trek Voyager? I haven't seen that show. I haven't seen the entire length of that series, but this is one of the key premises of Star Trek. You guys know I'm a big Star Trek fan. I've been watching Star Trek since forever. But one of the key premises of Star Trek is the individual uber alles. The individual is important. And they were talking about how the Borg was bad because it was evil. And the reason why it was evil is because it was a collective. It was a bunch of... It was a collective unit of people. And the reason why it was bad was that it removed your individuality. It removed your humanity or whatever race you were. It removed that individuality from you. And that's what made it bad. Individuality is good. The collective was bad. That was the message. And that's been the message for the last 100 years or even 200 years ever since America was founded. That individual is good. The collective is bad. But I think that that message has been turned on its head because we're not in that we're not in that space anymore. My generation may have been the last generation or maybe even the previous generation to my generation may have been the last generation that said the individual is good and the collective is bad because nowadays as I look around you don't see people making individual decisions anymore. You know, it's not like the same thing where you go, oh, you know, I have to ask my wife or I have to ask my husband about this particular thing. Hey, well, am I going to buy this timeshare? I don't know. Let me find out. That's different. I'm talking about individuals making decisions about their own lives. That used to be the ideal. That used to be what we wanted. That used to be the principles that America was founded upon. The principles that a lot of free countries were founded upon was that individuals have the power over their own lives more than the collective does. I mean, of course, democracy is the collective voting for the leader. But everyone knows, knows that those things are fraught with danger. Especially when you have the individuals that we have running this year. My God. But that's besides the point. I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about what's happening with the culture of the world. We're moving from a period of time where it was important to be an individual. That individuals made decisions for themselves, by themselves, or at least within a small unit, a couple, a family. That's what we used to prize. That's what we used to think was good. That's what we used to think was the ultimate. People making decisions for themselves. But I think that's changed now. I think that's changed now. And how does this... This doesn't just affect politics. It affects culture. It affects everything. It affects the app you're about to build. 
It affects the startup you're going to launch into the world. It affects the kind of business you're doing. Is that people don't make decisions based on their own knowledge anymore. It's been farmed out to the collective. Here's an example. Go shopping. You used to go shopping. You would maybe bring one trusted friend with you and you would try on a bunch of different things. You'd go alone or you'd bring maybe one or two trusted friends with you. You'd try on a bunch of different things and you'd look at what you're wearing. You'd think to yourself, yeah, that looks good or that doesn't look good. But the person who would make the decision about what you are, what you wore, what you liked, was yourself. You saw something on yourself. You said, hey, that looks good. I look pretty good in this. Or maybe your significant other said, yeah, you look good in that too. But it was that, that was it. It was you and maybe one other person, two other people, few other people making that decision. But now it's a collective effort. It's a group effort. You have to send pictures of the outfit to hundreds of your Facebook friends and have them decide, what, are you, what do you think I should wear? Dating has become like that too. I mean, I'm, I've heard about this in the millennials and the uh, Generation Z. Is that dating is a group thing. It's a group thing now. It's not one-on-one anymore. It's group. The collective is becoming more important than the individual. Think about that for a second. Think about that for a second. If that is true, then how will everything change? How will preferences change? How will things where you need people to make decisions on something change? How will your app change? If your app is all about me picking a diet for myself, then maybe it's not going to work. Maybe it's not going to work because you're picking a diet for yourself. Maybe if you looked at that and said, well, maybe my social network should pick my app for me. My app, my app. Maybe my social network should pick my diet for me. Maybe instead of me looking in there going, oh, should I try the paleo diet? Should I try this diet? Should I try this diet? Maybe I should farm that out to my social network. Maybe that's the preferred or that will be the preferred course of action. I don't even know if it's a pendulum that's going to swing back from individualism to collectivism and then back again to individualism again. We don't even know that. I'm just saying that from the indicators and markers that I have seen, from what I'm looking at, that it seems to me that things are swinging towards the collective and people not making decisions for themselves anymore but enlisting their friends, enlisting their social network, enlisting large numbers of people to make the decision for them. You know, on the one hand, it's, I think it's a bit of laziness. It's, the, it's, it's, it's lack of responsibility. Oh, I don't want to be responsible for this. Because if I make a bad decision, then that'll reflect badly on, badly on me. But if my social network makes a decision and it's bad, then I can just blame them. See, oh, they're the ones who told me to do it. So that's one thing. And another thing is just plain laziness. I'll just let the crowd decide. I'll let the crowd decide what to do. Because I don't want to. I don't want to do it. How do I know if I'm making the right decision? Well, you should know if you're making the right decision for yourself, but that's not what's happening. What's happening is that the collective is now deciding for us. Basically, 
popularity equals quality, which is not necessarily true. You can have a thousand people say, yeah, this is a great idea, and it turns into nothing. So we have to be very cautious about this. But by the same token, you have to look at it from a business perspective, from an innovation perspective, from an entrepreneurial perspective. Are you looking at people as individuals? Or are you looking at people as groups? If you ask me, these instant communication and connectivity with everybody else on the planet has basically turned us all into mini hives. Just like in the Borg, there's this hive mind of you know, 100,000, 150,000 Borg on one ship. We, are now become, we have now become hive minds ourselves. We're no longer individuals. We're in these little mini hive minds where what's important is what the hive mind says and not what we say. And we're okay with that. We, ne we never used to be okay with that. We used to say, well, you know what? I don't care what my friends think. I'm going to do this. And now it's like, I don't even have my own opinion. I just do whatever my friends think. We don't make decisions on our own anymore. We don't make decisions in a vacuum. We don't make decisions individually anymore. And if that's the case, you have to think about all of the implications that that means. That means that every time you need an individual or your users to make decisions, you have to leverage the crowd. If you don't leverage the crowd, then they're out in the wilderness. They don't know what to do. So I'm posting this question to you. This is not just a, a, a lecture where I say to you, this is how, the way things are. I want you to think about it. Think about it for a second. Have we moved from an individualistic culture to a collectivist culture? Have we gone from somewhere where people are making decisions for themselves? Or have we gone somewhere where the collective, the social network, everybody else around us is making decisions for us and we're letting them? That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. 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 future.